Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Hashtag no music, no intro. Another episode of Hashtag Saints Twitter podcast coming at you. We are on the precipice of training camp starting Usually doesn't start until the 27th of July, which is next Wednesday. Um, I think the rookies, either they have reported. I know, I mean, I know we just talked about it. Yes, like the last episode. Um, but they they will be reporting, I believe it's this week. Um, the 19th, sorry. So they report tomorrow. Um, but what we wanted to do, so this week, the the schedule for the show is that we're going to finish up going through every team hopscotching around talking about every team in the nfc um and then either later this week on wednesday or thursday probably more like on thursday we're going to have an episode that's entitled uh five most burning questions that we have so ryan and i will each have five questions um as training like a week before training camp that's just really just what what are our questions that we want to see for this team training camp in general so we're each going to have five hopefully they don't, they don't overlap and if they do we'll figure it out um and then we'll try fingers super cross next week that before i go on vacation um to hawaii that we hopefully we can get brett Cosell on here and just talk about football and like nerdy football shit um so we have a lot of things kind of getting going as as training camp um is around the corner but before we get into any of that two things i wanted to to talk to you about um that i've seen on twitter i've been part of one conversation the first one i want to start with you is the cameron jordan conversation that's put on social media today they by like the NFL CBS Twitter account. Um, just asking is is Cam Jordan a Hall of Famer? You know, is is he should he be in Cam? And I feel like it's a very interesting it discussion is. in terms of if he is or isn't. There are some I, I'll say this. There are players that have recently gotten to the Hall of Fame where I'm like, hmm? And if I'm using that prism, I would say that he's a Hall of Famer. But if you're using kind of like a very jagged, then it's I think it's a little more complicated. So I saw a couple of your tweets today about it. But what are your feelings, Ryan, in terms of if if Cam Jordan is a, is a Hall of Famer or not? Well, I think if if he was uh, like if he retired today and just didn't play anymore. I think he'd be a borderline Hall of Famer. Like, he'd be in a conversation when the voters vote. And I think he would be, like, you know, on a semifinalist and finalist list. Would he make it? Ah, it, it might be hard for him to make it through. 
because look, he's I mean he's had 107 sacks. One thing about defensive end is like it's not it's not really hard to <laughs> quantify. Like you know what I'm saying? Like did right. you have a lot of sacks? How long did you play? You know, were you impact? Were you an impact player on your team? Were you defensive player of the year? You know, um, did you get MVP votes? Things like that. Like he hadn't got in, any MVP votes. He's never been defensive player of the year. Um, it took him, you know, a couple years to kind of really heat up. Uh, his what his, you know, he the badge he wears is. He's has extraordinary health, like extraordinary availability. Yes. health because he's played injured, but he has extraordinary availability. He has extraordinary uh, motor, and you know he he has been able to compile, you know, sacks and pressures and hits, you know, over a lot of snaps over a lot of games. You know what I'm saying? That's not taking a nothing, but I mean that's that's like a good part of his game. Like, you know what I'm saying? But just with the Hall of Fame, you just gotta push it a little further. Like, so I think for him to really like submit himself, because he's on a trajectory, but he really I think he needs to play a couple of more years and have like a couple more seasons of right now you got 107 sacks. If he can get up to like, you know, if he could be the Saints leading sack leader, if he can get up to like 130 sacks. Something like that for his career, you know, maybe squeezing a Super Bowl, whether that's with the Saints or not. Um, I think he would solidify himself. First ballot, I don't know, man. Like, nah, nah. First ballot, I, bro. If he gets in, I never thought it was first ballot. Like, exactly. I, it's like I was just talking to my dude, uh, dude Kevin on on uh, Twitter. He was like, "Man, first ballot." I'm like, "Bro, like first ballot is like." The elite, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like absolutely. the elite of the elite, you know what I'm saying? Cam Jordan is a really, really, really good player, like like a great player, you know what I'm saying? But I don't think anybody ever tagged him as like this elite pass rusher, you know what I'm saying? Because he has never had that, you know, 19, 20, 21 sack season, you know what I'm saying? Where he's just like he's in the MVP voting, he's in the defensive player of the year voting. You know, he's just never had that season. You know what I'm saying? He's just been had like consecutive, consistent, like really good seasons, which is great. Like that's a great career, like a great career. But first ballot Hall of Fame, you got to have like two stack, two or three of those seasons up where you just like annihilating everybody. You know what I'm saying? And I would, I would think that, and I could be misremembering. But I feel like, and it could be recency bias, recency bias as well. That was his best season in 2018 as a pro. Was it, uh, that it was 19. Or, it was, was it 19, 19 actually. Yeah, 15 and a half sacks. That's okay. It was 19. I was confusing. Yeah. I was confusing. So he's had his first season. He had one sack, then eight sacks, then 12 and a half sacks, then seven and a half, then 10, seven and a half, then 13, 12, 15, seven, and 12. You know what I'm saying? Like. Those are like great, like the, he's the the best Saints DN we've had since Pat Willis. You know what I'm saying? Like he's been right. that great. You know what I'm saying? But like Pat Willis is not a Hall of Famer, so that's what I'm saying. <laughs> right. That, so you know what I'm saying? Like the, the like you got Ricky Jackson, and he's uh, he's catching up. He's right on Ricky. I I I, I wondered if he could catch up to Ricky. I don't know what the number is. I think he's like 20 sacks away from Ricky Jackson. Um, so he could get there. 
But even Ricky, it took Ricky Jackson a long time to get in the NFL. I mean, in the Hall of Fame, man. He wasn't the first ballot, you know? Yeah, and it's just that I, I don't know about it. Like, it's, like I, don't, I don't like to, like, be on the fence with these type of things, you know what I mean? But, like, I yeah. Oh, it's hard for me to say, man. Oh man, I just say it, he's been he's been great at playing a long time. Like it wouldn't shock me at all if he could squeeze another three years out. You know, I was worried this past year. I was like, man, it's Cam. Yeah, well, man, we thought we had seen that. We thought it was. We didn't think he was going to be on the team this upcoming. Yeah, man, it was looking bad. So if if that's not the fact, and he could play two, three more years, you know, I think he got a chance. But it's gonna have to be that, you know what I'm saying? Because he's not gonna bust out in a 21 sack season, you know, this year. It's just so not Rick, happen. Ricky Jackson ended up with 136 sacks in his career, 123 in New Orleans. Okay. That's the same. Um, okay. So he could uh, definitely break his sack, his Saints sack record. Um. So the 123, he'd be what? Uh, he'd be 23. 13, he'd be 16 away. He's 16 away from the Saints sack record. But his career sack record, what was that? 137, 136? Uh, 136. So he's, a, he's, he's 30. No, no, no. Yeah, I mean, he's 20, he's 30. 29 away. Yeah. There. Yeah. That's, that's, that's hard, man. <laughs> <laughs> like them sacks are hard, man. Like, the sacks are, it's unfortunate we, we judge them by sacks because it's a very random, like you can have an eight sack season and still have like a great season, or you, know, you can have a fifteen sack season and you'd be like you know it's okay season. So because that's just one like that's think about it fifteen sacks that's fifteen snaps out of like nine hundred snaps fifteen right so like so it's it's you know but usually if you're getting double digit sacks that means you're also disrupting the quarterback you're hitting the quarterback you're pressuring the quarterback. So it's uh it's just a tally that we look at and we use. Yeah, like in and when uh, unfortunately when you're when it's Hall of Fame discussion, no one could be like, well, you know, Cam Jordan's a great run stopper. Like that no, that doesn't come. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> nobody cares, man. Unfortunately, like he had man, he had eight stops in the games. Like, no, no. Nope. Oh. <laughs> like it means it means nothing in terms of like Hall of Fame and things like that, unfortunately. For me personally, wow. though, like, he's my Hall of Famer. Just for the fact that that one stat where he has sacked Matt Ryan more than any combination of a <laughs> pass rusher and quarterback in NFL history. Like, that wow. to me, that to me, he's solidified. Like, he's done. <laughs> he don't need to do nothing else for me. <laughs> he don't need to do nothing else. Um, it's funny because we we talk about I know that that the the play he made against Dallas is it's the second yeah it's the second clip in that um CBS NFL clip that posted it today. Like that that play, I I still remember it, man. Like it was man. like he just took he was getting held by Lyle Collins, got Jumped. held, <laughs> still sacks. Dak Prescott against that was the the game where the offense against that bruh. Well, I remember I was like, man, Jalen Smith and Leighton Vanderesh gonna be a problem. Like these these dudes, 
And that's that's when the offense was humming. Like the offense was looking unstoppable. 2018, beating everybody. Um, and uh, what's what's the pass rusher for Dallas? Uh, the, uh, Demarcus Lawrence. Talking about hot boys and this and that. Yep. He was talking Give this me. shit. I'm like, oh yeah. lord. Yeah, Ryan Ramjack down working that day. <laughs> oh boy. That game, that 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 game, that game really changed that season, man. Because the, the Saints were just looking unstoppable up until that game, and uh, you know, they, and it's crazy because they still that that play by Cam Jordan still gave them a chance to win the game. Still gave them a chance to win the game. They had a chance to win that game. The game was, that like was thirteen to ten. Something, yeah, it was, and that was also the game that like Michael Thomas got shut out, had a terrible game. Yeah, he was doing the <laughs> God. Fucking Cowboys, man, I hate them so much. I can't stand them. I can't stand them. Anyway, Breeze, like, Breeze up until that point had his work. That was his worst game he ever had at that point. Like, he had like 100. Oh, my God. It was an awful game. And that was like also the game where, like, Alvin Kamara got hit in the head numerous yeah, times. Yeah. Helmet, helmet contact didn't get called. Um, God, I just remember just being just, oh. But I remember, I just remember that Cam Jordan play, and I was like, Bro, I was just hyping here, like that's what the fuck you do, like, you know what I'm <laughs> like that's what you do on third down in the red zone, game five on yards the line, bro, and game on the line, you it's on you. I mean, it's late in the game when their players are tired, gassed out. That's when you do it, like that. To me, that's like that's, if he, if he does make the Hall of Fame, like that's a clip I play. You have like, to Hall of Fame, you know what I'm saying? Like that's what that's that's what it's all about. That one, and also people brought up his sack against Cam Newton in the playoffs. Mm. Mm. Beautiful. You know what's crazy? That was like the last great Cam Newton game, bro. It really was. It really was, man, because he was on it. He was on it. He was throwing Tuss- some pinpointers. Just Tusting all, bro. <laughs> Throwing the, uh, I, don't, I don't even remember who he was throwing to. It was, <laughs> I couldn't even tell you. <laughs> can't, even, can't even tell you, bro. Um, so that, that's one of the discussions that I saw on social media I want to talk about on the pod. The next one I want to talk about was, speaking of social media, it's, it's downtime. So the Saints Twitter account, shout out to our dude Alex. Mm-hmm. I, well, I don't know if Alex posted this, but they posted – like a three minute, three minute, thirty second clip of just Demario Davis and some of his plays mm. he made as a Saint since they signed him um, before the 2018 season. And I watched it, bruh, and I was just mm. like, man, dreamt of times like these, bro. Like it almost, it almost made me upset. It was like, man, like I would pick a time like this to disconnect, right? <laughs> Because I waited all these years for like a good linebacker, and we finally got one. Good linebacker, good defense, <laughs> and this—that's when we were like, you know what? That's that's enough for me. Because <laughs> man, the Mario man, Jesus, that was a great highlight. Like that it was, was man, ridiculous. Like you cannot, you can't look at that. It's, I forgot how how crazy he went off in that Seattle game. I forgot oh, he, that. he he won the game. He won the game for him. <laughs> he won the game for him. Uh, the, there's a play where he like stones the offensive lineman so badly, like he pushes him into the running back. I was like, <laughs> just forgot, bro. Like, 
we are so so spoiled um which makes me also as a fan glad that the Saints realize like listen we can't have like a leader our defense not not taken care of right because he, he probably was feeling some type of way with you know this his contract essentially he got extension 2020 2021 i forget i think it was 2020 like week one or that's yeah. when it was announced by aaron andrews saw what the linebacker market had became was probably like man like sign that contract since a little a little early like a little too yeah, soon throw, throw your boy something and and you know the saints took care of him man and that and which is which is good because just watching that was like god damn so anyway i tweeted i quote tweeted and i said easily as a as a free agent pickup, he's a top three Saints free agent signing of all time. All time. So um, Drew Brees, Greer, and Demari Davis. Like so that's like where that. so that's where the debate was is between like what who is a better free agency addition, Jabari Greer, cornerback. Well, the thing yeah. with Greer, the thing with Greer is he's always gonna have that extra notch. Because of the Super yes, Bowl. Yes, because of the Super Bowl. Yes. Bowl. I, 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 the way I said is that if you just go by strength talent, right? Just strength oh, talent, it's not close. It's not, not close. close. But Talent and availability. Yes. But I will say that the 2009 season, if you just, if you, because it's probably, like, it's been a while, right? Since we've traveled back and, like, the things that Jabari Greer did that season against number mm-hmm. one cornerbacks, mm-hmm was kind of like what Marshawn did his rookie season, right? Yeah, we didn't know taking him out. Taking him out the game, bro. Like we didn't know much about him. Like I I, I didn't, especially back then, you know, Hell I was no. but I was like, okay, they signed this cornerback from Buffalo. Cool. Like I wanted okay. the little dude, I wanted the little dude from the Rams. I forgot his name. I was like, man, we'll get that Rams cornerback. Then it fell through. It fell through. And oh, then they, not uh, not what you call it. Not uh who was it? I, I can't remember his name, man. It's, it's gone. Like I, not the one that went to the Jets, and then no, that was later. No, no, that no, was that, was later. That, was, that was later. Yeah, was another guy. They were high on him, and they were targeting him early in the free agency. Oh, it fell man. through, and then they got Greer out of Buffalo. I was like, who? <laughs> okay, you know what I'm saying? Like Jabari Greer. We'll see who this is. Undrafted guy. You know what I'm saying? Man, that dude came in there and was like. Shutting them down, down, bro. Like completely shutting number one corners down. And so I, I just and people were like, "No, it's, it's the Mario by a landslide." And I get it, right? But part of me was like, "It's like you said, without Jabari, that Super oh, that, Bowl, that Super Bowl doesn't, doesn't happen." happen. Doesn't happen. But but you know, to shout out to our one of our our listeners, Nicholas was like. Well, without the no call, maybe maybe Demario would have one right now. That's hard, you know what I'm saying? It's hard. It's hard yeah, to say. That's the multiverse, bro. Like I don't know <laughs> what to say. Like <laughs> multiverse of madness, man. Like you can go crazy with that. But we're talking about it because I still give a slight, slight edge to Jabari Greer. What What is your opinion? I give I give it to Demario, man. Just just because the availability, like Demar, I mean, um, Greer's problem was always availability. Like even that seat, that Super Bowl, he missed 
like I think it was after that Miami game. He missed pretty much almost the rest of the season, and then came back to the playoffs. God yeah. damn! Did I miss that? I... He missed like half the season, man. We had we brought in every we had players. Yeah, because that's chilling at home. Mike McKenzie. Mike and, McKenzie, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I forgot that dude from the uh, Ravens. Um, oh, Chris McAllister. Chris McAllister. <laughs> like we had nobody, bro. Like we had Malcolm Jenkins lining up playing outside, getting smoked. Um. It was terrible. Like it, like, it almost derailed the season, the fact that he was gone. Like, you know what I'm saying? But he came back in the playoffs, and like you literally didn't hear a whisper. Like, you wouldn't even know he played in the playoffs because he just didn't get targeted, man. He just shut his guys down, just period. You know what I'm saying? So, and, you know, even in the Super Bowl game, I remember he left, like, for one snap, and it was a touchdown. Oh, <laughs> they put in Yusama Young? So, Yusama Young, yeah. It was, it was a touchdown. It was a touchdown. So John like that's Payne my, was like John Payne knew it too, bro. He was like, it, cool. man. tell Roman get his ass back there, man. <laughs> Roman, man. That's some stressful defenses, bro. Yeah, stressful, man. Stressful. Um, I get it. I get it. I I, I think when you put but it you're in not that wrong. Context, like either way, you're not wrong, man. It's, it's I think when you put it in that in that context, so I could I had completely forgot he missed so many games in 2009. Like I don't know. Why, but I just blanked out on it. Just completely. Then, but then, like, man, he started getting his body together. He was a great leader. And then, uh, what was season was that? The 2013 season? Man, yes. he had a great stretch, man. Before he got hurt in that San Fran game. That San Fran game. He man. was playing outstanding, bro. He's like a veteran, you know, older cornerback. He was playing great, and he got hurt, and that was pretty much the end. Man, man. What a... I don't know because they're not right all the time, but and obviously it has drastically changed over the years of the team. But I will say that sometimes, in terms of like the pro personnel department for the Saints, man, when they get it right, they get it right, bro. Yeah, like, it's crazy. Like they they have this at times. I mean, again. It's not all time, but at times they have this innate ability to target a player that isn't a big name that they just see, quote unquote, a vision for them. And uh, I think they also see like, man, this this fucking team ain't using that dude, right? Yeah. But we get him. And it's, it's usually been on defense, oddly enough, which is weird. Demario Davis, Jabari uh, Greer. I mean, those are those are. To yeah, at the top, but there's been other little signings here and there that they that they've done. So um, I know we shit on them from time to time in terms of some of their personnel decisions they make and and things like it's, that. It's the ones that miss. It's funny. Well, yeah. And the guy, the kid, the dude's name was Ryan Bartell, the cornerback. Oh, that's oh, fucking man. right. Oh shit, Ryan Bartell. Yeah, and, man, and we I... missed a big one because he barely played after that. Like it's. He played in 2009, oh, 2010, man. and, like, his career just went downhill. I feel old as shit now because I haven't thought of that name in years. Either <laughs> me, I had, to, I had to look it up. Oh, shit. Yeah, it, was, it sure was. It was – oh, I know who I'm thinking of. No, was it – was it Cortland Sutton? No, not Cortland Sutton. It was – they also uh, missed the vote on uh, – I know I know you're talking about. Uh, you know, he, was, he played for the Rams and he went to the Jets. And yeah. the Saints were gonna um, gonna, 
Tremaine. Tremaine Johnson. Yeah, yeah. Tremaine Johnson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They wanted him bad. Like they wanted him like three years straight. They kept trying to get him, and it it never happened. Thank goodness. Yeah, because at one point when he was with the Rams, he was like a restricted free agent, and they were going to sign him to an offer sheet, but they like never did. Um, But that's like another one. So I'm giving all them this credit, but they. Been, look, man. Some it is, luck. <laughs> um, Josh Norman, luck. Josh Norman. <laughs> so he put through the put the fly private jet out there. Like, man, look, come get, come here, baby. Luck. So, um, anyway, hold on, hold on. I'm just re- I'm reading this real quick for Tremaine Johnson. After two years after he left the L.A. Rams for seventy two million dollars. And three mm. years after his second year as the Rams franchise player, Tremaine Johnson signed with the Carolina Panthers as a member of their practice squad in 2020. Mm. Damn. That boy was on the practice squad. Damn. Practice squad, bro. Man, can you imagine that shit? That was in 2020. That's crazy. Like, what is he doing now? Like, that's wild, man. That's wild. So, I'm talking all this about, you know, pro personnel, them, them getting, you know, they're hitting, they getting it right. I have, it's not a feeling, but it's more just a general hope that with Justin Evans, I'm not saying he's going he's gonna to be a starter or anything like that, but yeah. if he could just be like a third safety, Man. bro, you know, he was in the second round, like, just a little sneaky move like that would be great. Man, that'd be awesome, man. Definitely a dark horse, bro. Like, because like nobody has any expectations. You None. Know what I mean? So none at all. All right, so let's get into breaking down the rest of the. Or not, we we broke down the AFC. So if you haven't listened to that show, go back and listen to the AFC. Towards the end, we're we're lo- run a little low. We're a little low on energy, so. We, we we back we back on the NFC. I was like that Popeyes lady, boss. They was ready to go to bed, man. But let's let's start. Um, let's start with the like one of the best divisions in football. Um, I'm gonna start with the the NFC West. I'm not gonna start with the, I'm not gonna start with the NFC South. I'm gonna start with the NFC West. Um. Let's start with the Carolina. Let's start. No, no. Let, I'm dumb. Sorry. Let's start with the Arizona Cardinals. Okay. Nothing. Want me to go? Yeah. yeah. I, just, I, thought, I thought they were just so so <laughs> mediocre to you that you just have nothing to say. No, no, man. I mean, look. I mean, obviously, the major story is Kyler, like, it's crazy how the narrative shifts so quickly. Change. They, they started. They started the season what? Oh, in seven. I mean, seven and zero, six and zero, something like that. They were on a crazy winning streak. Winning streak. Kylie getting MVP MVP talk. This and that and other. And now we're here where they're trying to get him extended, bro. They're trying to get it extended. Kyler, he's not sure if he won't be there or not. Media like, uh, is he that good? Is he really good? Players don't really like him. He's not a leader. This and that. 
I just don't know how this plays out, man. To me personally, you pay the dude. Like, you pay him whatever it is. Obviously, the Deshaun Watson contract throws a monkey wrench in everything regarding quarterbacks. Um, but, you know, there's no rush. He's under contract right now. You know, they want to make it happen. So, you know, they just need to make it happen. But I think I, I like Kyler Murray, bro. Like, I, I think he's figuring it out. Also, like he's still young, man. He's like I don't, yo, so young, man. Why don't so like I, I get it, it, and I know it's a 2022 thing, but like this whole thing, like, and I get it. Maybe, maybe he wasn't the best teammate, and I've I've heard that. I've heard some things that are like, ooh, like, four years old. He's younger than Joe Burrow. You know what I'm saying? I will like the whole thing that Mike Lombardi kind of pointed out that when like Buda Baker got hurt in the game against, I think it was the Seahawks yeah. or whatever. And like everybody was on the field, and Kyle Murray was like, "I didn't get hurt. <laughs> one, one me." <laughs> it's it's. I will say it's funny that he made he made a point of that because sometimes people people and players players are people, right? So I remember after Brandon Cooks got traded. And I went back and I like watched like a YouTube highlight of all of Michael Thomas's fucking touchdowns that he went off in his rookie season. And like I just noticed, like, man, everyone on the field giving Michael <laughs> Thomas love in the end zone. Brandon Cooks is like never fucking bro, never, never, never bro, <laughs> never a dap up, never a high five, never a chest bump, nothing, nothing. And then it was like. And then like, so then before he got traded, it was like he wanted to be the number one dude. Shit like that is telling. I will say that. But Kyler's 24. That's young. He has some maturing to do. But Kyler aside, man, when we talked about this last season, and I feel like it's even worse this season because players are just now older. But, like, this roster makeup is so weird in Arizona, man. Like, Marquise Brown, A.J. Brown. Newt missing six games. Zach. Hurts, and then defensively, defensively you have how do you how do you fuck up Isaiah Simmons and Xavier Collins? That's what I'm trying to figure out because them dudes, how like why are they not like studs right now? How? Like I think those are two players that if they went, I'm not I'm not saying that the Saints would use them properly, but they went to like New England. Like Bill Belichick's gonna get the most the most out of, play, of players players like that, and the Cardinals have like done this for years, bro. Hassan Reddick, um, yep. like they draft these players, the defensive position of players, and then they don't know how to use them, and then it's just like they're just become these huge fucking busts, bro. Like that's just their like. And they, who who's rushing the passer on this team? JJ Watt, Chandler Jones, and then <sighs> oh, it's in Las Vegas. They went eleven and six last last season. Are they gonna have a winning record this season, bro? I don't think so. I don't know. Hey, they, I, that bad? I think it'd be eight and nine. Not like bad, bad, but like eight and nine. But like that's why that's why I give Kyler a little like leeway, man. It's like like damn, it's like is this like yo y'all keep talking like this man should be leaving them leading them to the promised land. I'm like, have y'all seen this roster, bro? And to me, he's getting a lot out of it. To me, yeah, like, man. Like for them, like I know they like they went in the shit 
like late last last season in the playoffs, and that was kind of their trend two seasons ago. So some something go something got to be fixed, bro. Like they do the opposite of what Sean Payton used to do. Like November, December, Sean Payton was notorious for winning. The Cardinals said, "You know what? Our season done. Like, <laughs> you only playing half a season." Um, but the I in in the NFC West, and I know Seattle is probably going to be ass water, but in the NFC West. I really think a team like, or like the Cardinals could go like eight and nine, bro. Yeah, I don't think you're crazy, bro. Um, let's move over to a team that I, I used to can't stand. Now I'm indifferent to them, but a fascinating team in the San Francisco 49ers. <clears throat> they went ten and seven last year, and then they got into the playoffs. Just, they they went ten and seven just like the Bengals went ten and seven in the regular season, bro. That's why, like regular season stuff, like it's important. But as long as you get to the fucking the dance, it's all that fucking matters, man. Because it, yeah. it 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 gets crazy after that. Ten and seven, they get to the NFC Championship game led by their defense, led by Debo Samuel's, and there's a lot of things going on with this team. So. They, they probably more likely than the next month or so are going to change Jimmy Garoppolo, handing the keys to Trey Lance as the quarterback of the future. Debo hasn't got extended yet. They got to extend Nick Bosa. Um, defensively, they still got talent across the defensive board, but their secondary is kind of meh to me. Is, isn't that always the case, though? Yeah, that's how they get it done. I don't understand. You're right. They they get they get coached up a lot. Um, but obviously the, the key of the season for the 49ers is all tied to Trey Lance. And man. Cause there were times where Jimmy Grapple looked so bad last season. I was like, how is he not playing? I like was Trey Lance that bad in like practice or whatever that like they just couldn't play him? Because Jimmy G was atrocious last season, bruh. Especially late after that injury. Oh, yeah. I don't know, man. Like, I don't know. I have no opinion on Trey Lance. None. I mean, because you barely had college tape, so it's just like, oh, yeah, he's athletic. He throws a nice ball. That's it. (laughs) You know? So it's like, they know more about him than anybody in the league. I don't care what the media says about him. Um, Kyle Shanahan knows. So the fact that Jimmy G is still on the team just tells me something, man. Like, because if if Trey Lance was Patrick Mahomes right now, like they Jimmy could, G. like the Chiefs, the Chiefs couldn't wait to get rid of Alex Smith. Got got rid of him so quick, bro. They they've seen enough of Patrick Mahomes. They're like, bye, <laughs> bye. And and that was like all in like all in practice, bro. Like right. All in practice, so it was that they knew what they had. I don't think Kyle Shanahan is that confident. Yep. He knows he has a guy that's talented, this and that, but you know, I just think it'll take a little work. And I'm not saying you know you need to turn the page on Trey Lance; like you need to let him play and figure it out. But I don't know, man. But man, I they they've been able to squeeze a lot out of little, like with um. Kyle Shanahan, what he's able to do. Debo saying, well, did he get paid or not? I can't remember. Nope. You know, we got paid. We'll see how that plays out. Um, but, yeah, I, I, they, they're going to be in the mix, bro. Like, yes. they're always in the mix. Uh, an- annoyingly. 
annoying. Annoyingly will be in the mix. For sure. I mean, to to a point though, they kind of have to be. Because if yeah. they're not like in the mix, then like those they they not get they, their first round picture still gone. Yeah. It's for true. next season. Like they gotta be in the mix. Um what what's going on? Like I think just the Seahawks are just low key. <sighs> Just doing like a little reset. Um, they went seven and ten last season. Trader Ray Russ. They uh, they appear to be going into the season. This is like with either Drew Locke or Geno Smith as their starter at quarterback. It wouldn't be it wouldn't shock me if Jimmy Garoppolo got traded to the Seahawks. So maybe he's their starter. Even if you have one of those three quarterbacks. The, this roster construction, like this is this is a reset without them going out and saying it's a reset. Yeah, it's not a really good roster. The defense, I don't believe in it. Um, I mean, they still got Al Wood, man. Al Woods, baby. Saints, Saints legend, baby. And. When when Saints when the Saints draft LSU players, they become legends in the league. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what to say about these Seahawks, man. Like, bro, like if Pete Carroll can squeeze nine or ten games out no, the roster, stop it, stop. If he, stop. I'm just saying, if he can, bro, like the dude, that's, legit, he's a great head coach, man. Like that's coach, uh, that's coach, that's coach of the year, bro. <laughs> Nigga, if he, if he get eight to nine wins with this team, man. And I'll say this, man. I know DK Metcalf had some issues with Russ. Like they had some some tension, some beef, bro. They think he might see real quick. Like, it's <laughs> you know, cold out there, Ray. <laughs> it's like, uh, what is up with Russell and, and his receivers, man? They always seem to have some kind of. Something I don't know. Like oh, so uh, skill position wise, right? This team has DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett. They got our the guy that we both liked last year and um, Eskridge from yeah. um, Washington, Washington State, wherever he went yeah. to. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and then they tr- they got Noah Font, Noah Fant, in the Russell Wilson trade, who was he flashed as a rookie, but then after that he's kind of been non-existence, but he's like a prospect with high upside potential, what have you. Like, there's talent there. Uh, I guess there – I don't know if Chris Carson's going to play ever play football again. Like, I saw those that those those fucking screws in his neck, bro, and whew, it's just – it's just – but they drafted Kenneth Walker. Wait, no, it's Kenneth like- Walker. Yeah, yeah right. they drafted Kendall Walker in the second round. Um, they re-signed the the running back I wanted the Saints to sign in offseason, who whose name is escaping me right now. Rashard Penny. There you go. They they re-signed Rashard Penny. Like this is like Greg Rosenthal said, like these these this Seahawks team is a Pete Carroll wet dream, though, bro. Oh yeah, no question. Run it 25 times, have shots here and there. Kind of how the Saints played with Jameis last year, to be honest with you. Bro. Yeah, like, yeah. But do they have that defense? It's like that's my question. It's like right. I don't 
I just I'm not seeing it. Like the defensive yeah. end right Shelby like Shelby Harris. Okay. It's like <laughs> it's like who is you? you know, the Darnell Taylor and they they do have my guy, uh USC forty two. They signed him. Oh yeah. From yeah. from the Chargers. But like I don't know, man. Like I like this it wouldn't shock me. It will probably shock me a little bit. Like this team wouldn't shock me. If they're picking top five in the draft next season, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I can see it. That is that bad. Uh, let's fucking wrap up with fucking Rams, bro. All you want to talk about these dudes. You know what pisses me off the most about the Rams? The no call aside. Well, actually, kind of ties into the no call. No call happens. They win a Super Bowl. Not after the no call, but they win a Super Bowl. This past past season, like I live in LA, bro. I live here. You wouldn't have known that the Rams won the fucking Super Bowl. <laughs> like, isn't that like, isn't that wild? That's wild. <laughs> like, I, I drive all over all over LA for for work. Like, you might see like someone wearing like Rams championship hat here and there, bro. But like, and yes, on game days. Especially in SoFi, like that, the the stadium and they they pack, the fans pack the stadium, everything. But like, it's still this is still not like a football city. It's right. just wow, man. Like, and the only football that the like this city gets really hyped for is that when USC used to be really good. But other than that, bro, like, it's it's this is still like Raiders country. Honestly, it really yeah. is. Um, but they. Brock, they got Matthew Stafford an extension. Aaron Donald's back. Yay. Oh, oh, what do we do to our wide receiver core, even though we already have Cooper Cup? Oh, how about we squad and get uh, Allen Robinson? Oh, okay. Oh, Bobby Wagner. Uh, Seahawks didn't want you. Come come play for us. They went 12-5 and five last season. Won a Super Bowl. Probably, like, they're, they're one of the best teams in the NFL, right? But, but, Straight up. Straight up, bro. We hate to say it. They, they just are. Um, they will more than likely, unless there's an injury, be playing in the playoffs. Um, I don't really have anything to say about this team. Like, I don't, don't want to talk about them, bro. They really don't. Uh, don't. No, look, even if, even when there are deficiencies, they're going to address them, bro. They're going to trade a 2026 first round pick. They're going to do whatever they got to do. Like, <laughs> They're going to do whatever they got to do to address the deficiencies that they see early in the season, man. It's like, I hate it that that's them because that's how I would run my team. Like, <laughs> right? I, oh, hate I, it has, I hate it has to be them, bro. I hate it. But that's that's how they do business. Um, that whole mindset of, oh, oh it's going to catch up with Les Reed. Man, just want to go Super Bowl last year, man. Like, like, he, they, they fine. They fine. Um, I don't want to talk about anymore. Let Let's move on to the NFC South, or sorry, NFC North. Let's start with the Detroit Lions. Mm. Everybody got some feeling, feeling, some feeling good in Detroit, bro. Feeling, feeling good in like there is a lot of. Obviously, I feel like they they feel like they have the right guy in place in Dan Campbell to lead them. Don't know why Sean Payton couldn't step down a season earlier, but um, 
got Dan Campbell in place. They have a great, great rookie wide receiver, um, Amon uh, St. Brown. Oh, Amon Ross St. Brown, excuse me. Uh, got DeAndre Swift. Like, there's a lot of good vibes for this team right now. But part, like, part of me as a like a just person who watches football, like, I just, I gotta see it. Like, y'all went thirteen and three and thirteen last season. Like, got Aiden Hutchinson the grat in the draft. Thought that was a great pick. I thought he was kind of over analyzed as a as a prospect. Mm-hmm. Think he'll be think he'll be fine, especially in in Detroit. Um, but like for them to be taken seriously, like so, like a team that's finally like on the come up or in the right direction. Like they gotta go out and win like six, seven games this season, man. You know they don't see Ben Johnson. Man, he got to get the most out of Jared Golf. Uh, but you, you know they give him time. You got Jameson Williams. Uh, I don't know where he is at with his injury, but it sounds like he's probably not going to play until like maybe mid October, maybe November. Like it sounds like they're being very conservative with his rehab, right. which and they, they should. Sure. Yeah, you got DJ Chark. Uh, you got Amon oh, yeah. St. Saint- Brown. Forgot they signed DJ Chark. Yeah, man, they got Chark. They got Corey Sutton. Like, they got talent, bro. Like, but man, Jared Goff, man. <laughs> man. The thing is, it's crazy because Jared Goff, man, look. Hey, he went to a Super Bowl. He went head-to-head with Patrick Mahomes in that, like, crazy game in Mexico. Um. So he can put up points. It's not like he's a – but he's a superior quarterback that's so yes. dependent on, like, a great play caller that has everything solved for him. And I don't just think that – they just don't have that in the building for him uh, right now. I don't think so. So I just – it's, 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 it's going to be one of those annoying teams that you probably look at like, man, it's a pretty good team if they had a quarterback. Yes, that and and I think this is just a, like a reminder in terms of like how quickly things can change and things like that. NFL wise, is just man, they got the Jeff Okuda in like the, the third overall pick in the draft, man. He man, he like <laughs> is he is he gonna is he gonna make the fifty three man roster? Like I don't know, bro. He just hasn't been good. Like I, that. And that, healthy, and been healthy, good. yeah. Like he got what he tore his Achilles, I believe. Yeah, I've seen him on the field when healthy. He's not good. <laughs> and yeah, I like that's it. I don't get that's it. Like I've thing, seen him. Man. I watched him in college. He was great in college. I don't, great, I don't man. understand. I don't understand. Maybe it's the pass rush to help. Hopefully, you know, Aiden Hutchinson and you know, maybe they can get some kind of team pass rush going. They got Brockers. We'll see. I'm gone. I don't know. But they got. I feel like they they got to win. They got to get to six and seven to be to be like okay. These, these guys going in the right direction. Um, I think they were like a year away. Yes, that I I would agree with that. Um, let's go to Chicago and let's, let's talk about male practice because I know we've talked hey. in the past about the neg- the neglecting in terms of. Offensive weapons on the team for the Saints. It's bad enough to do that, regardless of who your quarterback is. But when you have a rookie quarterback like Justin Fields, bro, 
I don't think he's gonna make it to the season. And not and I'm not saying like he's gonna get benched. Like I think they're gonna get him killed out there, bro. Like what is what are they doing? Like I and I know I've read some like some reports or whatever that was like basically they're doing like a silent rebuild, but like this is your quarterback of the future right I don't now. Need to do like, a loud rebuild. Like what do you yeah. <laughs> don't need no silent rebuild? <laughs> like, bro, like I mean they just traded for uh who did trade for from New England? Oh <laughs> the kill Harry, bro. Kill Harry. Like that's the, like the number two. <laughs> they got the they got behind, the kill Harry. Behind Mooney. <laughs> it's just it's gross, man. And then they drafted that that tackle out of like um Oklahoma State, whose name is escaping me right now. And they drafted him and they had cut Charles Leno before like this guy even got on the field. And like he didn't play like any of last season, I believe, or maybe like maybe a couple of games and he got hurt. And Charles Leno went to the commanders and he's like a decent right tackle. And so the guy that they drafted, like, is he is he good? I don't I don't know. Like, it's just I feel I feel bad for Justin Fields, man. I, I feel like as a prospect, I felt he was a little overhyped, but I saw a missed talent in him as a play as a prospect. But for him to go to Chicago and for like, the whole thing with Matt Nagy and like and now they have like a defensive head coach and I, I don't like this for him, man. I don't. I don't like I'm not I'm not a Bears fan, like fuck the Bears, but like as as a player, as a person that just likes watching like young players succeed, especially quarterbacks. This thing just reeks, bro. It's terrible. It's no, I, don't, I don't feel good about it at all. The defense isn't good anymore. Yeah, they got Robert Quinn. And he wants to be out. He wants to get traded. Yeah, he don't even want to be there. They got our dude, uh, Al-Qadim Muhammad. Um, oh, shit. Did he win to Chicago? I don't yeah, know. he's in Chicago. But it's it's not much there, bro. It's... it's uh, I don't feel good about it. Uh, I don't feel good about it at all. Like they could be picking top five. Easy. Do they have their pick? The pick? Do they have their pick next season? I think they. I think. I think they do. I think they do. Yeah, I think they do. Um. Yeah, it just looks. It looks. I don't know, man. Like I. I like these has. It's, it's a poorly, poorly constructed team. Like poorly. It's just terribly constructed. Man. I just they went six and eleven last season, and if they get to four, four or five wins, might be hard. Mm. It, it might be hard. Um, let's go over to the Minnesota Vikings. You know what the Minnesota Vikings as a team feels to me, bro. Groundhog Day. <laughs> the same fucking yeah, song playing old. <laughs> Over and over again, bro. Um, they had a they had a chance this offseason to like maybe kind of like, all right, we 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 we've done done the Kirk Cousin experience enough. Like we we, we want to go in a new direction. It's tough. They, they it is man, it is very tough. They extended him like an extra an extra year for like cap relief purposes or shit like that. Um, offensively, like there's. Still pretty decent, like good. Mm-hmm. You got you got Justin Jefferson, you got Adam Thielen, although he needs to be healthy. He was very hurt last season. Uh Dalvin Cook, I guess, is gonna play, but 
Yeah, I don't know what's going on with like his whole domestic abuse case. Oh, yeah. Um, um, and then defensively, obviously not 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 the same defense um, no. that they were before. Um, like, what are your thoughts on the Vikings? Uh, like you said, man, just more of the same. I think they're going to be mediocre defensively. Uh, offensively, I think they'll be fine. They're going to put up points, yards, going to surprise some games. Um, it's just your quintessential, you know, middling middling team that's going to probably be in a hunt, uh, you know, come late in the season. But I just don't see it. Like, they need to have something. They need to have a great offense or a really good defense. And I don't think they have either. You know, they have a good offense, and I think the defense probably be bad. Like <laughs> the defense will probably so so. I, I will say I am excited to see um, what Lewisine does in their defense. Um, him and um, Harrison Smith should be a nice, yeah. fun safety duo. Mm-hmm. And then in the second round, they they drafted. Andrew Booth, the cornerback from from Clemson. Oh, yeah. So that there's a lot of there's a lot of youth on defense, and sometimes that can be bad, bad. And sometimes if you hit, yes. it can be it can be good. It can be a boost, yeah. They got Darius Smith. Um, what 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 is yeah Hunter? What, yeah, about to just ask like what he sat up like what is going on with Danell Hunter in terms of like we oh I know what's going on with him in terms of the injuries he's had and, and all like the neck issues, but like. This is really like such an important season for him because, like, he was nah. at one point one of the most like dominant pass rushers. Yeah, game. man. Yeah, he has that ability. So, like, I think if they if they can get those guys up front really going and integrate that younger secondary, it. I mean, it could be a good team. Like, it wouldn't shock me if they if they figured it out and had like a good team, like a good like eleven win team, because uh, they have like enough talent on the team. To squeeze that through, but it just got to come together. And I don't know if Kevin O'Connell, head head coach, is the one to do it. Oh, that's that? right, man. That's yeah, what I, went on. So like, I don't know. Yeah, it will. We'll see. And then I guess the question is like, you, going back to how do you fix the the Kirk Cousins problem? Because as wild as that they, they drafted the quarterback from Texas A&M from, in the third round. I'm, I've gotten all these football names, bro. Like they, yeah, uh, Kellen Munn. Sorry, last year in the draft, like is he going? Is he going to put any pressure? Like I don't know. I don't know. Um, let's let's talk about the Packers. <laughs> Everyone's just assuming oh, Aaron Rodgers is gone. It'll be fine. Um, he, you know he'll he'll do you know what he needs to do. I will say this about the Packers: defensively, they will be and should be great. Yeah, great. Um, and I feel like in a lot of ways. The Packers will be what the Saints were last season. Mm. 
Interesting. In terms of great defense, right? Great defense. I I give them credit. They went out. They they traded a lot in the second round to go up and get Christian Watson. Um, so you have Christian Watson. You have Alan Lazard. Um, and then they have they have they drafted a player from Clemson last year who's escaping my name. Um, but like Robert Tunyon, he's gonna be hurt more than likely. Like we don't know like when he's gonna come back. I don't know, man. Like. So I feel like their defense will help them win a lot of games. But I think the, the playoffs kind of show, like, as great as Aaron Rodgers is, and, and he's great, but, like, him and this Devontae is just not going to just magically fix everything. Right. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, like, it's such a Super Bowl a bus team for them because – it, it's it's almost becoming a trope the way just the things have ended in the in the, in the playoffs. So it's like okay, we know we know what you could do in the off season. I mean, in the regular season, we know it. We've seen it, and I think you know maybe they like might like the underdog status this year. I don't know if they're gonna get it, but um, it, it, offensively. You know, they got Sammy Watkins. We'll see what Christian Watson will do. Still got Alan Lazard. Um, you know, Amari Rogers. Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb still on the team. <laughs> <laughs> Randall Cobb still there. You know, and they got, you know, Bakhtari holding ass. Oh, so, can't stand him. So, like, you know, I think the offense is going to still be good enough. Aaron Rod- I mean, look, man, Aaron Rodgers, he's hitting that age where it's like, does he have one foot in, one foot out the door? We'll see. Like, we'll see. But I think, you know, it's kind of becoming an interesting time for the Green Bay Packers. You know, and they got Jordan Love just sitting there. But they spent the first round pick on. It's like, I don't man. know. It just it feels like a like a team just kind of in a just kind of in a wishy washy area. It is because it feels like, okay, we're all in, but we also kind of like need to look at the future. And it's like trying to, it's right. a team that's trying to kind of straddle both both of those lines. And I feel like to a degree, right? I, I, that's why I, I see a lot of similarities in the Packers with the Saints over the last right. couple of seasons, bro. Like it's, it's a tough line to straddle because especially when you have a great defense and obviously it's completely different because they have Aaron Rodgers and the Saints don't, but when you have a great defense and you like, you have seen what your defense can lead you to, then you're like, man, like if we just get this, this thing right on offense, this player, this player, like we can, we can cook, but it's like y'all had, they had a, a good to dang, dang good defense. And you had Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams and Y'all still shouldn't have bet in playoffs. Ooh, oh, no, bro. Y'all went 13 and 4 last season. 13 and 4. Gotta buy. Got embarrassed um, in Green Bay by the 49ers. And as great as their defense was, can we talk about like what's going on with their special teams? Like, is that gonna get I mean, I know they got bought in a new. Special team coordinator, but 
something like you know Michael Lombardi says is it's it's every part of the team, every right. little part of the team. So we'll see. I'm just not, I'm just not just going to simply believe that Aaron Rodgers is going to be able to like paint a coat over everything and it and it, right. and it be be fixed. All right, let's get to the NFC East. Giants. This gotta be the if Daniel Jones don't show <laughs> they could get nine lives in the NFL, man. Like what and I get it, man, because he showed enough that he's like, oh no, he just fix this and he just doesn't do they went four and thirteen last season. One of those wins was against the Saints. Whoa. Four thirteen, bro. Four thirteen. They should have went three three and fourteen, bro. But um Won four games last season. They had Daniel Jones. They got Saquon. Offensive offensive line should be like a plus, man. To some degree, like they'd invested two top five picks in offensive line, bro. Like so, some of those some of those picks got a hit. Uh, got Kadarius Tony. I have one. Ken is is Kenny Galladay going to do anything this season, bro? This this man was committing NFT fucking frauds against the Giants, bro. Like scamming, bro. Stay scheme. <laughs> they signed him, and then I remember just reading like the reports from like training camp, like he wasn't practicing because of an injury. The best game he had was against the Saints all season, bro. Carson Carson won. Um. Like defensively, I I'm kind of like okay. Like you you got they got um Leonard Williams in the middle. They got one of my favorite players in last year's draft or this year's draft. Sorry, um, Kayvon Thibodeau. Like they they should have like the defense should be maybe exciting to watch. I don't know. We'll see. Right, we have to see on that. But if if Bill is it Bill who who there's so many bills in the NFL. The offense coordinator that you should be for the yeah, Brian Dable. Brian Dable. No, I call him fucking Bill. Brian Dable. Like if Brian Dable can't can't fix this offense, then I I don't know what you do with Daniel Jones. I don't know. I don't know what you do. It's 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 one of those things where I just gotta see it, man. I have no prediction. The Giants have been such a terrible team for so long now, which is crazy. But they've been like a He's been like they've been like the worst team in the NFL for a good like six, seven years now, bro. They've been bad, bad, bad. Like, you gotta show me something, man. Because right now, I'd rather watch the Jaguars any day over the Giants. Oh, easily, easily. Yeah, it's not, it's not even remotely close. Um, let's get to the Washington Commanders. Carson Wentz, <laughs> Terry McLaurin. Um, I, I, I don't know, man. You got you got Chase Young. Like, I know. And this, listen, man. Let me say this. Glad Ron Rivera beat cancer. Like, that's awesome. But if you get like a, like a cancer bump, bro, like like you can't get his hand a little long because like and you know you know what's funny? Remember when he like beat cancer and then like no one on the team wants to get back to that, bro? 
Don't give a shit about that dude, man. <laughs> but for Ron Rivera to be a defensive head coach and their defense been as putrid as it has been since he's been in Washington, are we not going to even get on the whole Daniel Snyder piece of business? Just the whole shit show when it comes in terms of the commanders. But we just focus on right now on football. Like seven and ten, and then you go out and you get Carson Wentz, who like no one's like no one on any team he's been on can stand him. I I don't know, man. <laughs> it, just, it just it feels like a repeat. Like they'll be feisty enough to win six, seven, eight games, you know. Um, but uh, I I just don't see a DNA there. Like what am I looking at? Like when I look at their rosters, like what is this? You know, they got some talent, you know, got Terry, got Scary Terry, you know, they got uh they drafted Jahan Dotson. Um Oh shit, I forgot they dropped okay. yeah, got Dammy Brown and you know, they got some talent at the wide receiver. Look, Carlson Wentz, you know, say what you want about him, but I mean, he I mean he puts up offense. He gives you some offense, you know, a quarterback. So it's not like, you know, they won't be able to move the ball or something like that. Uh, they still got Curtis Samuel. So I think they'll be fine, bro. Like, but, man, the NFC East is just it's just not good, man. Like, it's not a good division. But they, it's a, it's an annoying division because, like, especially for the Saints, like, we'll lose to two or three of these teams. <laughs> right. We lost to the Giants. We lost to the Eagles. That, that Washington game was, like, not a gimme. Um, and who else? Dallas, you know what I'm saying? Like, so it's 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 just one of those teams that's like I think it'd be annoyingly good enough to hang around. It's like, oh shit, we gotta watch the Commanders again. Oh yeah, like I that precisely. I will say this about you brought up Curtis Samuel. Now I don't think they would do this, you know. But if he has like another men's training camp or just maybe. And they like cut him, like, mm. like take a little peek, little peek, see, see what's going on with Curtis, bro. You know, yeah. got the got the Ohio State bloodline, bring him on through. Um, but it, it I, I don't know, man. Just good luck if you're a Commanders fan, you listen to this podcast. God bless you. Ugh. Um, every everyone's team that they love to hate, Cowboys. Let's let's talk about them. Uh, I feel like this is a season they take a step back. Made the playoffs this past season. But even then, like, they went 12 and 5, but you just didn't feel like you were scared of this team. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think anybody was like, man, watch out for them Cowboys. Like, the best yeah. game they, they, they looked – was like probably that first game against Tampa in week one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll see where Dak is. Um, he's healthier this year. Um, they're not as good at the skill position, but still good. They got Michael Gallup, got CeeDee Lamb, you know. Uh, they got the uh, Schultz, the tight end. Um, you know, they, they got talent, man. Um, running back, you know, ain't what it used to be. Um uh, 
Because I think offensively, you know, maybe Dak won't be as prolific as he was, but I think he, you know, he'd be good enough. And defensively, I think they do have a lot of questions. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't, Trevon Diggs, like, he was amazing getting, getting interceptions, but man, like, cornerbacks like him scare me. Like, yeah. as far as consistency. Then, you know, Light Vander Esch, he's still there. Yeah. Where's he? We got Booty Bandit. You know, I mean, Booty Bandit, like, he's, you know, a creep, but, like, the dude, a stud, man, like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <if> he, <laughs> Like, if he's unleashed, he could really, like, be problems. DeMarcus Lawrence back. Um, and they got Deontay, Deontay Fowler, whatever he does. Um, so I, it's still like a good. It's a. It's still like a good team where it's hard for me to like. I don't see them being like a losing team, but uh, I just, all of the like if they're ten and seven, yeah, and they go out like the first round of playoffs, bro, bro. No, Mike McCarthy better be looking over, bro. Sean Payton, Sean Gotta be looking over his shoulder, bro. Um, and it'll be interesting to see how what the offense does because I, I know they kind of were used to playing without Amari Cooper, but and as inconsistent as he was as a player and his availability was always up and down. Like you're, they're starting the season with Ceedee Lamb, but that's really it because Michael Gallup still come off injury, so he, right, he might right. you know he's not going to play for maybe the first month or month and a half or two months of the season. So you yeah, come in about that. you starting the season with like CD Lamb and like Dolphin Schultz and like Zeke. <laughs> like they gotta Tony Pollard, he gotta they gotta find a way to get him more involved. It, it's they gotta find a way to get him more involved. But they went twelve and five last season. To me like they stream up like a ten and seven team. They really do. Um and I think if they go ten and seven, they make the playoffs, and they get they get beat in the first round of the playoffs, bro. Like Drake Jones making that call, he is a hundred percent making that call. Um, let's finish up the NFC East with the team that is getting an abundance of love and people love, love, bro, just love Philadelphia Eagles. Man, I want this team to be so bad. <laughs> I can't stand them, bro. And especially after like the Saints made that trade, everybody was just like, just like, dang, just jerking, bro, jerking, just like, oh yes, the Eagles they just know how to do it. It's like, get the fuck out of my face, bro. Like I don't know, man. Like, I mean, they're talented. Like, it's no question about it. Yes, they, they are very. Stacked. A talented, stat deep team, but and I get it. And Greg, Greg Rosenthal said this: like Jalen Hurts doesn't have to be great and blah blah. And I get that because he doesn't, because he could be average to mediocre, and and they still probably make the playoffs, especially in the, in the NFC East. And I know that him as a running threat is is like scary. Like it, it's giving DA still haven't been able to fix it. Dennis Allen still has not been able to fix it, but. He like quarterbacking, quarterbacking, throwing the ball. He is still not a good quarterback. And I, I 
and I believe that. His accuracy is extremely scattershot, and I get it. If you have an inaccurate quarterback, you go out and you get a player like A.J. Brown, because then they then the catch radius becomes bigger, and they can go up yeah. the ball, ball. I get it. I, get, I understand football. They're a stacked team. They're probably going to win 10 to 12 games in the NFC East. But do I guess my question is, can I trust Jalen Hurts to, to lead me deep in the playoffs? I don't know, but maybe you can trust Gardner Minshew. Oh, <laughs> Like you, I, I just, I just feel like we're gonna get some Mitchy magic you this so, year, bro. Think we'll get some magic? Yeah, man, I really do. I really do. And like you said about Jalen Hurts, man, like to be, he's still very, very novice at quarterback, and as far as like, like just reading defenses and putting the ball where it's supposed to be. Like, I still think he has a ways to go, man. And then that could change. He could have. You know, got much better this offseason, so we'll see. But uh, I think that's what they hurt right now. Um, and defensively, man, they, they're as good as they get, man. Like, they're a little older on defense. So, you know, that could cost them. They could see a lot of injuries. And, um, but, like, if, if everybody comes to play, uh, not their team to be reckoned with, man. Oh, yes. Yes. Yes, but I also understand. Also, <laughs> your perspective just want them to be bad, bro. Yeah, I just I hate them. Man. I can't stand them, man. I hate the fans. I hate them. Like I don't like them. Um, like some some reason, Eagles fans like hate the Saints. I'm like, why y'all hate? Like, why do you hate the Saints? What reason? Probably because getting beat twice, twice in the playoffs. No, three times in the playoffs. The Saints have beaten them three times in the playoffs. Right, like as a fan, if like you're a opposing fan, I, I get some of that animosity, bro. <laughs> like, I guess so, man. It's like, come on, man. It's like, <laughs> it it was it was a deuce game. It was the Marshawn pick off off the off the hands of um, yeah, in the uh, in the 2013 season, Alshon Jeffrey, and then the the face mask on on Sproles that set up the field goal. Three times yeah. in the playoffs, bro. Like that's a fan. That's yeah. a fan that does stick with you. I mean, it sticks, I ain't gonna in, lie. It sticks in your crawl, bro. <laughs> so, like, I kind of understand it, but anyhow, um, that I expect the Eagles to be a, a, a good to maybe probably even a great team this season. Um, I just gotta see how far they go with with Jalen Hurts, and that's where yeah. I, that's one of my questions. Yeah, no, he's a linchpin. Um, I will. If Jalen Hurts doesn't work out, though, we all know this because you bought the trade and even the trade. I think they maybe got. I think they got three. They got three first round picks in in the first round next season, bro. Like oh. if, if they don't, if Jalen Hurts isn't the guy, they are in the position to go get potentially their guy. They are, even though next year's quarterback draft class isn't good. Anyway, um, go to the NFC South. It's in there. I did that on purpose so motherfuckers have to listen and hope you didn't, didn't fast forward. I hate when um, other podcasts do that, by the way. <laughs> had to, bro. Had to. No, people would just probably fast forward. But anyway, um, we're we're not going to talk about the Saints. We're going to talk about them on Thursday or whenever we do the five burning questions episode. But start with 
Panthers. Well, we kind of talked about them a little bit last week. We traded for for Baker. Um, they went five and twelve last season. Baker, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson. Is Christian McCaffrey going to last more than four or five games a season? Uh, as, as you would call them, a sweat equity defense. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Like Matt rules, like coaching, like R. Kelly right now. Like I'm fighting for my life out here, bro. Like just, just Didn't Mac do the OC? Like when has Ben McAdoo been good? Like how does this dude get jobs, bro? Like, bro, you want to talk about white privilege, bro? Like, come on, man. Ben McAdoo, man. Ben McAdoo. Oh, I don't know, bro. Like, you know, like I think, I think, I don't know, I don't know if they could get what the Browns got out of Baker. Like, if if Baker is the guy, can they get what the best that brought the Browns got out of him? Uh-huh. I don't know, man. Like, it could be a dumpster fight. It could be, man. It could be, and then they're they're. Times last season where he looked like a dumpster fire. Right. On the Browns. Yep. But you know, you got Rob Anderson, even though he talked mad shit was, about Baker, bro. <laughs> That's going to be interesting. You got DJ Moore, who always gives the Saints their business. Um, old Keith Kirkwood over there. And, um, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you know, they got a decent squad. Christian McCaffrey, obviously, a big question, man. If they can get him going, like he, I mean, he's such a huge. If they can get him going, like he, he's worth like three wins, in my opinion. Yes, like he's the difference between them winning seven games and ten games. But I don't know, man. Like I, I teams like this where the where the uh, the coach is on a high seat. And he's, you know, he's just throwing everything at the at the dartboard, trying to get. I'm super fascinated to see how the competition plays out because it's it's a literal competition. Yeah, um, man. You know, uh, Sam Donald, he's been there, even though it's a new system. You know, he was there for a mini camp. Teammates like him, like he's always been like a good guy that teammates like and stuff like that. And you know, Baker coming in, we, we already heard about Baker. Baker think he gonna be the starter, you know what I'm saying? And you would think he would be the starter, but I don't know if that's guaranteed. I think this is like a legit competition. It's a legit competition between the number one overall and the number three overall pick oh, wow. of the 2018 draft. Like I don't think we ever seen that. That's that's wow. That's so wild. you literally gonna get to see like who's better. And like just off tape, Baker is like better. Like it's yes. like, to yes. me, it's just not even a question. It's not even a question. But then you got all those other intangible things that go into it. So it's going to be interesting just to see how it plays out. It will be, man. It really will be. Um, I mean, I feel confident in saying that if Matt Rule doesn't have he has another shitty season, like, he gone. He, he out there. He gone. He out of here. He out. Back um, to college. Go to – let's go to the Falcons. Everyone loves – we love to show the Falcons. Um Went seven and ten last season, which in hindsight was impressive. Impressive, <laughs> bro. It was impressive. <laughs> uh, so that is Matt Ryan related, but they don't got they got Matt Ryan no more. We got Marcus Mariota. 
Desmond Ritter. Uh, ooh, Calvin Ridley out for the season. <laughs> out for the season. Patrick London at like top ten. And the defense that I mean, you got AJ Terrell, you got uh, uh, Grady Jarrett. No, yeah, Grady Jarrett. Um, it's just it's it's one of the it's one of the worst talent deficient rosters in the NFL. Man, and, and man, I love offense, but man, like the past two years, you draft Kyle, oh, uh, Kyle Pitts, and Drake London, like in the top. Top echelon of the draft is like just the way this whole roster is being built, just weird to me, bro. Like, you don't have a quarterback, like, you don't have one. Marcus Mariota, Desmond Ritter, like, no, you don't have a quarterback right now. You know, this is a bad team, man. Bad team. But, like, I'm gonna stick with my little prediction. I think Desmond Ritter has a chance to be like. I'm not saying he's going to be good, but he's going to have a, a, a few exciting games this season. Yes. Because he's going to play, and I just think he's going to come in and just do some things. People are like, oh, Desmond Ritter, man, look at this guy. Those, that's a nice throw. Wow, look at him run. You know what I'm saying? Like, just have one of those games where it's like, oh, this dude might have something. And he might not be anything, but I think he, you know, just what, as one of the rookies, he's going to get to play. Because, th- like, Mariota not starting 17 games. He's just not. No, that's going to happen, bro. That's not going to happen at all. Um, and I, we, we say all this shit about the Falcons, but we know one lost the Saints going to have to see if they're going to be to the Falcons. Probably not week one, then. Probably not week one, but they're going to lose to the Falcons. Like, bro, like, they don't need – like, they need to sweep the Falcons. Like, sweep the Falcons. They sweep have them. to, bro. They need to. Like, there's like, no just reason – take care of that business, man. There's no reason for them to lose a single game to the Falcons this season. But like, you shouldn't them. even have to, like – motivate yourself for that. Like, just beat them, like, talent for talent, player for player. You put the Saints up against the, the Falcons. You should win. Easily. Like, you just need to come and play. Like, I don't want, like, that would be a very disappointing loss. Whatever game they lose, that'd be super disappointing, bro. Mark it down, bro. Down. Know this fucking team. Uh, let's end with Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Went thirteen and four last season. God damn, they won, they won thirteen games last season. Man. And two of the, those two of those losses though. Hello. Um, didn't score a single point in one of those losses. Um, uh, uh, before we talk about the Bucks, uh, wanted to ho- kind of like highlight the whole Leonard Fournette being overweight at like mandatory minicamp. Reportedly, was weighing like 260 pounds. And then it gets, it gets like tweeted about today and like whatever articles posted. And then someone on, like someone like in the, in the comments or in the mentions on Twitter called him playoff Denny's bro. And I just about died. <laughs> that Dennis play on Dennis, bro. Um, but 
what a weird offseason it's been for this fucking team. Like, oh, Tom Brady retired. Oh, just kidding. Didn't retire. Oh, Bruce Arians. I'm going to take a different role. Um, now our our DC top bowls is now the head coach. Um, it's so it's a team that again, kind of similar to the Packers in that they're not like rebuilding, like they kind of like went it back, but also kind of like they're trying to go get younger too because JPP not going to be on the team. They didn't bring back Sue, they they got a keen hit, so they're still trying to compete and do things like that. Um, Chris Godwin, he's not going to be ready for the start of the season because of injury, so he's got Mike Evans. They did go out and get Russell Gage free agency, which is like a sneaky, great signing. Oh, annoying as shit. Um, so they got went out and got Russell Gage who's a free agent from the Falcons. Just just what are your your, your thoughts on this on this team? It's an interesting team, man, because like talent-wise, yeah. they should be really good. Um, but you know, man, anytime a quarterback got his half his leg out the game like that, man, it just feels like one and done. Like one and done in the playoffs. Yeah. They go into the playoffs. Like I have no question about that. You know, will they win a division? You know, that'll be up to the Saints, honestly. Like yep. you know, Saints gonna have to nut up. But, you know, they probably win a division. Um I think the offense is still gonna be really good. Uh, defensively, you know, I think they made the moves to be good enough. You know, they still got, you know, they got Akeem Hicks. Um, they pretty much brought everybody back in the secondary. So I think, I think they're going to be as good as they've been, man. Like, you know, they're going to be a good 11, 12, 13 win team. Uh, but I mean, it's just hard at this point to predict the quarterback play. Well, it's hard not to predict it because it's like Tom Brady just been so consistent. Even in the playoff game, they lost last year against the Rams. Man, like he was great. <laughs> like he, he was like he he was a top two quarterback last season, bro. So it's like it's annoying, man. I hate talking about him. I was so happy he was gone. Happy, bro. Happy. <laughs> just felt like I was like rid of like rid of him, bro. So happy it was going, man. And hopefully this is the last year. Um, so, I mean, we'll see, man. But damn. It's going to be a tough out, bro. Like, Saints, I know, like, we beat them. And we've had their number. But, man, you just, the team's so good, you can't just pencil it in. Like, oh, that's W. No, no, you can't. You can't do that. Although I, I feel more confident about them beating the Bucks than I do about being like the Falcons. Any other team. I, I have more confidence about them beating any other team in it. But still, it's like, ooh. Yeah, it's it's and it was you play them what? Week two? Really? Oh shit. Is it it's week two or week three? One of them. I'm pretty sure it's week two. Oh please. No, I have to I have to check it. I'm like 99% sure it's week two. Nope. Yeah, week two. Week two in New Orleans. That's going to be the the Greg Greg Olson, Kevin Burkhardt game. Uh, Number one team. 
Oh, okay. I, I I do enjoy me some, some Kevin Burkhart, but like the Greg Olson love, we just can we, we stop on that. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't, I don't get it all. Man, it's milk toast as shit. Um. Anyway, we we just covered the NFC in totality. We did the AFC. We've gone over every team for training camp, trying to get everyone caught up. NFC week, huh? Done, bro. Like just just looking at the NFC is like, damn. We it's a week conference, bro. We bro. <laughs> yes, it is. Like you can, if you just just think about potential playoff teams, potential playoff teams. Cowboys, yeah, I'm, like Rams, number one. Like they, like, oh, I'm just, go, I'm just going down the list of like the list I have up. So Cowboys, Eagles, Packers. I'm going to throw the Vikings in potentially. Bucks, Saints, Rams. Niners, and I guess Cardinals. So that's nine potential teams, bro. Like nobody, no, nobody's scary. No, no, at all. And I like people want to make like the Eagles sound scary, and I'm like, no, no. like uh, the our team's supposed to be scared of the Packers now that like Devontae Adams isn't there. No, no. The only team that probably is like quote unquote scary. Is the Rams in terms of just how Aaron Donald, you know, it's like that's it, that's it, that's it, bro. That's, that's the only player you like. Oh, we got a game plan against him, oh, especially for the Saints. Oh, Lord, oh, I can't wait. Oh, we watching it like a snuff, a snuff film, bro. Bro, I would bring like Sean Payton back just for that game. <laughs> like, help us, Sean. Like, help us figure out what to do with Aaron Donald. That Aaron Donald against Reese gonna be like faces of death, bro. <laughs> 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 okay. Gonna be gruesome. Gonna be a gruesome, gruesome. Because I, I remember when when the Saints played um, Detroit in the playoffs, and they had Sue. Sue was just a monster. Like Sue, they yes. had Nick Fairley. Yep. And man, Saints were doing some crazy shit. These like trap blocks. I was like, what is this? But they were taking Sue like out. And it was crazy to me, like that they were just able to do that. Like we, we you need some type of plan like that for Aaron Donald. Like you got to spend a lot of time to figure out how to Neutralize that dude. I don't think you're gonna neutralize him, but at least just slow him just down, bro. Slow him down or something, man. Because I, I can't stand him. <laughs> I can't even, bro. I can't stand his eyes. Oh, he's so good. It's fucking ridiculous, bro. It's, it's so good. Anyway, we we did the NFC, we did the AFC last week. We'll be back again this week talking about the, the, our five most burning questions going into training camp. I did want to let everyone know that we are trying to do more uh, video shows, video podcasts for our YouTube channel. Um, so as the season gets going, that's going to be a goal of ours is to do more shows of, of that nature. Um, I keep saying it, man, but football next week, man. Next week, training camp. Yeah, next week, yeah. it's here. Um, and then I, after, when training camp gets going, we're going to be uh, – Full steam ahead in terms of the second hashtag Saints Twitter pot or fantasy football podcast. I believe there, I have to go back and double check, but when I did the count today, 
there's one slot open. There's one more slot open in the second league. Um, everyone else, I believe, has been accounted for or been able to verify that they are um, a Patreon. So there's only one slot open. So whoever DMs the Twitter account, DMs me, um, put it in our Discord. Whoever does that first and I see it, that's who's going to get the last spot. So anyway, thank you so much for supporting us. We truly, truly appreciate it. Um, big things, especially with the season upcoming, uh, big things underway um, that's going to be happening for the Hashtag Saints for the podcast. Also, I just did want to give a shout out to um, Brian uh, in terms of becoming a Patreon. Um, we truly appreciate it. That was such yeah. a extremely extremely generous man I, I can't thank you thank, thank you enough um for supporting us and and saying all the kinds of things you said on twitter about the podcast we truly do appreciate it um so we thank you for becoming a patreon at such a amount that you were able to become a patreon at. It's, it's truly um unbelievable we really appreciate it um so with that we're going to get out of here we're going to be back in the next couple of days with the, our five most burning questions leading into training camp um, take care of yourself. Be good. With that, we're out. Peace. to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.